0: hey guys welcome back to pop culture blast i'm your host danny stevens i am very happy to be in another episode with you today we have a few topics we're covering um I promise I am done talking about David Dobrik. There's still some stuff that came out about it, but um, I don't think I'm going to touch on the subject any further. I just think it's kind of stupid at this point, so starting now, no more David Dobrik stuff since my last two episodes were basically talking about him and the vlog squad and all of that, so I'm not covering that any longer. So I recorded this like last week, and then apparently it never recorded. (laughs) So here I am again. I'll be talking about the same things I was going to talk about, but I'm going to add something because something just happened recently, like last night, if you will. So we're actually going to kind of talk about that verse before I go into the deep depth Of what I was going to talk about. So, the thing I wanted to talk about was the thing with Will Smith and Chris Rock at the Oscars last night. I remember actually a friend of mine had sent me this and he's like, Yo, this is unbelievable. And at this time, I was actually on TikTok and I'm like seeing all these videos and I'm like, What just happened? Because I wasn't watching the Oscars. I was in bed trying to get to sleep and then. Oh my gosh, Will Smith and Chris Rock got into it on live TV. (laughs) So if you didn't watch it or, you know, you haven't seen any of the news yet, um, Chris Rock was hosting the Oscars and he had made a joke in regards to Will Smith's wife, Jada Pinkett Smith, and called her G.I. Jane because, you know, she is bald due to her alopecia, which if you don't know what that is, that means that you can't really grow hair. So he had made that joke and, you know, everybody laughed, even Will Smith laughed. And then Jada didn't really, like, she kind of was upset about it, which I could understand, especially if she is very, like, you know, embarrassed about it, which is really sad because I think alopecia is pretty common thing because I know there is a guy on TikTok who has it as well and like people make fun of him all the time so this is why it was a bit surprising um so after he made the joke Will Smith came up onto the stage and like slapped the living crap out of Chris Rock and stormed off stage and you know Chris Rock is like trying to like keep calm and everything because he just got hit and it led to a string of profanities from will smith which is very shocking like if you've seen like the fresh prince of bel-air or his music the man does not cuss at all like he was throwing f-bombs like don't talk about my redacted wife like that and, and like repeating that and screaming so I'm gonna talk about it a little bit because I know this is very controversial and like I said TikTok is going nuts about it and making unnecessary comments regarding to it like honestly I know Chris Rock was trying to make a joke and stuff maybe it was a little insensitive I mean I don't have alopecia or anything so I can't really say anything about it um I think Will should have like taken Chris to the side and been like, hey, that was not cool. I really don't want you to make jokes like that. You know, problem solved. Or like, you know, that made my wife really uncomfortable and it made me uncomfortable because she does suffer from alopecia instead of like putting his career on the line basically by hitting Chris Rock like at the Oscars. Why the Oscars? (laughs) Yeah, like I said, that could have ruined Will's career. And I was talking to a friend of mine about this, too. And he's like, I'm wondering if he's going to press charges, which I doubt. I don't really think that would happen. I mean, I don't know. It's, you know, the famous world, you know, this whole podcast is basically crapping on the famous world because... Nobody is good in the Hollywood area. Maybe a few, but that's about it. Um, but I mean, yes, you know, the joke may have been in poor taste, but Will should have not like put his hands on him and like hurt him. That was extremely unnecessary, which is very unfortunate because I do really like Will Smith. You know, I love Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I. I love everything he's been in. I think he is a wonderful actor. So that was kind of shocking to me when I found that out. And then also, I know there's some TikTok that tried to bring race into it. Now, I'm not going to go like too much into it, but I thought it was a bit unnecessary to bring race into it because that had nothing to do with race. I mean, why? Like, Yes, I am fully aware that Jada Pinkett Smith is black, but Chris Rock is black, too. So there is not any, like, racism involved or anything. It was a comment because she was bald. So, yeah, anyways, um, yeah, my whole take on that, I think both of them were in the wrong, and hopefully this kind of calms down. I just think the internet has like absolutely spiraled it out of control and like I have to take a break off TikTok it's gotten so bad like it's all over my for you page I'm like I just want to watch cat videos and people cook I just that's all I want to watch I don't want to keep watching stuff about the whole Will Smith and Chris Rock thing get over it you were not a part of it get out of it (laughs) Okay, so going off that topic, that actually was not in the original script um, of things I was going to talk about, but I thought it was a perfect opportunity to talk about it. So I'm going to go into my next topic. So I'm going to lay out some content warnings before I go really, really into depth. Um, I will be mentioning predatory behavior, Sexual stuff, mentions of marijuana, eating disorders, and teen pregnancy, brief mentions of grooming and gang violence. Now, with a lot of those, I'm not going to go really into detail with them. It's just a brief thing. I just don't want to trigger anybody. So, my first topic is about why the internet has a deep dislike for Machine Gun Kelly. If you do not know who Machine Gun Kelly is, he was originally a rapper. He, um, Was very well known for getting into a diss battle with Eminem, who's a very good rapper. I really like Eminem because I just, I love his like lyric style. And, but the fact that Machine Gun Kelly provoked him and then Eminem traumatized him so bad he had to go to pop punk, I thought that was quite funny. So, this like question is always like kind of piqued my interest because. He is like the running joke of every single TikTok I see on my For You page. Um, I know a lot of people started liking him when uh, they found out he was best friends with Pete Davidson. But a lot of things started coming out in recent years. And he's not as good of a person as everyone thought. So I was going to dive into that today and why people don't really like him on the Internet. So number one. His predatory behavior towards underage women. So, in a 2013 interview, he was asked who his celebrity crush was, and he said Kendall Jenner, who was a minor at the time, she was 17, and he was 23. And he had made jokes like, Oh, I'm not going to wait till she's 18. Like, it's not a bad age gap. It's just 17, 23. It's not very big. First of all, she cannot. Legally consent to anything with you. And if... That's just illegal. (laughs) Um, So I thought that was a little icky. And then also... um, He... There was a tweet that he made where he said that 13 to 15-year-olds, quote-unquote, shouldn't be so hot, and that he feels like a creep staring at them. Why would you say that? Like, that, that makes you look even more like a pedophile. I just thought that was really disgusting. I think there's some more as well. Um, I was never a really huge fan of him, so I didn't find any of this shocking. Um, I, I don't know. He always gave me a really weird vibe. I don't know. I mean, people have their opinions. If you like him, like him, fine. But I was never really into like his stuff. So... Uh, The second reason why people don't really like him is because of his switch from rap to pop punk. Like I had stated before, he got into a diss battle with Eminem after he had made some really gross jokes about Eminem's daughter. And Eminem, being a dad, he's like, that's not cool. Stop saying that about my daughter. And then comes out with a diss track. Then Machine Gun Kelly comes out with one. Then Eminem comes back at one. And of course... M one and um Machine Gun Kelly had posted on social media that he was switching to pop punk which made me feel really gross because I am a huge fan of pop punk like that was like my go-to genre in high school I used to think I was so edgy I'm not at all <laughs> but so he kind of made that switch um he had a album called tickets to my downfall and I don't think critics really liked it I tried listening to it and I just don't think his voice is really fit for pop punk I think for a pop punk you have to have like a very haunting voice and you know like singing in tune of course which Michigan Kelly does but you know being more flowy with the notes and everything and you know, doing cool things with your voice, kind of creating that energy. And Machine Gun Kelly really lacks that, like really bad. Um he had done a cover of Misery Business by Paramore, which is one of my favorite songs. I love Paramore. And you know, Haley Williams, she's like very like upbeat and going. and Machine Gun Kelly's it was like, Whoa, I never meant to brag. Like, it was very monotone. And I know that sounds terrible. Because it is terrible. That's the best representation I can give you. Um, It is... uh, It was terrible. And he became the butt of every joke on TikTok after they found it. He also had a song um, with Willow Smith called Emo Girl. Which probably one of the worst songs i've ever listened to it's i don't know what it is the lyrics are very cringy and not very pop punk like you know like you know the drums and everything sound cool because you know they had travis barker who was the drummer for blink 182 which is one of my favorite bands but i think that was the only good thing about it like the lyrics were very weird And um, it was just, I don't know. I didn't really like it. And then the music video was weird. Like, some kids were going on a field trip and learning about emo stuff. And then at the end, they become emos themselves. I don't know. It was really, I I don't know how to explain it. I, I was just astonished. And even people in the comments, they're like, I don't know if I like this very much. <laughs> I mean, if you do like it, like it. It's okay. We all have our own opinions. But in my opinion, I did not like it at all. I didn't even like Willow's part, which I really do like Willow's music. And I really respect her as a musician. But I don't know. It was just it was very odd to me. <laughs> um, Yeah, so yeah so um the third reason why the internet does not really like machine gun kelly is he was accused of stealing little peep's style so if you don't know who little peep is he was a rapper he died a few years back i was never like i never even had heard of him until he passed away i mean may he rest in peace and i know he had a lot of fans who really liked him and he seemed like a pretty cool guy Um, so little peep style, it was, you know, very like pink and vibrant and machine gun Kelly started dressing like that. And he actually turned into a meme after it. There is a really funny one. I'll try to explain it the best way I can, but it was a photo of him and like this pink outfit. He had a jacket um, that he was holding onto that draped along his back. And then he got photoshopped into a picture with the Golden Girls. It was really funny. You definitely have to look it up. Like, the memes created from that were hilarious. (laughs) I felt really bad, but I didn't feel bad at the same time. So, um, anyways, the fourth reason um, the internet doesn't really like him is he was accused of not being able to play the guitar, which he's somehow debunked so... What happened was this guy on TikTok um, he worked at a he works at a guitar center and he was talking about how Machine Gun Kelly was not playing his guitar during live performances because the kill switch was on a different part of the guitar so Machine Gun Kelly had stitched the original video and laid the rumors to rest and was like, no, it's um the guy like inverted the video and, you know, it's actually like here. Like I can play guitar and kind of started a huge thing over it, which I mean, if someone's like insulting your musical talent, then I would really understand. I didn't even know Machine Gun Kelly could play guitar. So I don't know. I'm not a guitar person. I don't play guitar, so... That kind of confused me a little bit when I was trying to research it. They're like, oh, the kill switch that. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to incorporate this. So, yeah, that was a thing on TikTok. It was very brief, but I don't know. Michigan Kelly kind of acted out a bit about it, which, I mean, I would understand if you're getting so much hate, like that being like your turning point. So I can kind of sympathize with him maybe just a little bit on that not really I mean you know in Hollywood you're gonna get critiqued for everything so you might as well not make it a big deal or you can make the video and be like I really like the points he like put out and stuff actually I can play the guitar the kill switch is like right here like it is in the video and you know sorry for the confusion and then have it be over instead of arguing with the guy who clearly knows what he's talking about and knows like his way around the guitar. So that, yeah, that was, I don't know how to explain it. It It was a little odd, but yeah, that was pretty, pretty brief. That just happened recently. I think like a month or two ago. So the last thing I was gonna talk about Um, this isn't really, like, why the internet dislikes him, but I wanted to touch on it. So, if you don't know, he's in a relationship with Megan Fox, who's a big actress. Um, she was in a movie called Jennifer's Body that blew up on TikTok. I actually watched the movie. It's a very good movie. You should probably check it out. It's, I think it's, like, considered a cult classic. It's, it's really good. Um, so... He was kind of ridiculed, and then she kind of was too about, you know, their relationship. Um, there was an interview where uh, Megan was talking about how they first met, and she had went over to him and then told him that he smells like weed, in which he replied, "To I am weed," which became. I think that became a really huge meme on Twitter. I'm not really on Twitter, but I did see a few things about it, especially when I was researching this. So I thought that was a bit odd. I did watch an interview they did, and they really do seem like soulmates. Like, I'm really happy for them, and they're able to find each other. Um, There was, I mean, who am I to judge, you know? I don't really know the inside of their relationship. The only people that do are uh, those two. And then also, they just got engaged a few months ago. And the engagement ring, she's not supposed to take it off or it pricks her. That I found that a bit odd because, like, what if she needs to wash her hands or, like, go in the shower? Like, you don't wear jewelry in the shower, like, You need to, like, take it off so it doesn't get ruined by the water or it tarnishes it. So I thought, I don't know. I mean, that's their relationship, but that seems kind of awful. Like, you know, if you're trying to take off a ring, it pricks you and, like, draws blood and stuff. So anyways, I am really happy for them on that part. But like I said, I'm not a huge fan of Shingon Kelly. I never understood the whole like craze about him like I know like he has a daughter who I think is very adorable her name I think her name is Cass say Cassie yes it is Cassie I had to remember but she is beyond adorable and I'm glad he is able to be a father to her even being in a new relationship but I do wish the best for them I don't condone any hate, but I am just not a huge fan of Machine Gun Kelly. And after hearing about the whole predatory behavior thing, I was kind of like, you know, maybe not. (laughs) But yeah. So my last topic, I know if you've been listening to my podcast, usually I only have two topics. But since I am Re-recording some stuff. I wanted to add the Will Smith thing in before going through all of it, so this is going to be a very long episode. So I'm sorry in advance that you have to listen to my voice for this long. <laughs> I know I wouldn't be able to, so I don't blame you. So the last topic we're going to be talking about, um, I was going to give an honest review on HBO Max's Euphoria and why it should not receive the praise it has. I know, guys hear me out um I was really excited to watch the show mainly because Zendaya's in it and I mean who doesn't love Zendaya she's you know very like she holds her head high and she's really killing it I am so happy that she has this really successful career and also her and Tom Holland are actually kind of cute so (laughs) um so like I said, I was really excited to watch Euphoria because I had heard really good things. You know, like, oh, it's this really great show. And yeah, it may have like some sexual stuff in it, but it's like not too bad. So I was like, oh, OK. I mean, I watch American Horror Story. So, you know, that sex scenes can't be that bad. I was wrong. <laughs> um, I got three episodes in and I have not been able to watch it since it made me very angry at how over-sexualized teens are in the media. So basically Euphoria, it's about these high schoolers and kind of their backgrounds and how they're all connected together. You know, you have Nate Jacobs, you have Cassie, you have Maddie, you have Rue, and you have Kat, and there's like a bunch of characters. But those are like, I think the main ones they touch on. And kind of like you know, their lives, like, you know, Rue is a drug addict. Um, You know, Cassie has divorced parents and the mom has a very promiscu- promiscuous, 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 uh, sorry, it's a really hard word, Um, personality and is always like, oh, you have a boyfriend? Have you guys had sex yet? Oh my gosh. Uh Like, you know, kind of like a mom like that, you know, and not, you know, giving her the materials to live off independently in the world. You know, she's like, well, you need a boyfriend. You need a guy to depend on, which there is nothing wrong with that at all. If you like your life that way, go ahead. I'm not blaming you. But just, like, watching this, and I do like how they did develop, like, the backgrounds of all of them. Like, you know, you have Nate Jacobs, whose father is – into really violent porn and Nate had uh snuck into his office and watch a bunch of them one day and you know now he's like really angry and his mom's not really around and stuff like that and honestly this is more of a spark notes version and I'm trying to go off my memory so if it's a little inaccurate I'm very sorry um But just watching this, I realized, like I stated before, how over-sexualized teens are in the media. Um, Now, this isn't the only show I'm going to target about this. There's so many others. Like, there's Pretty Little Liars. There's Riverdale, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, and Glee. Which I'm really sad to say because Glee is one of my favorite shows. I loved that show. (laughs) Um, So, even, like... Even though Glee did sexualize the teen characters, they had made light of issues that teens might go through. So like teen pregnancies, um, eating disorders, mental health issues, stuff like that, which I really liked, even though it was pretty sexualized. Um, And also, you know, the fact that, you know, adults are... Playing the teens which I'm gonna go into so the reason why they do that and I found this so interesting when I was researching it so um adults usually play teens because of child labor laws so there are very strict laws regulating how long child actors can stay on set and if for some reason like a show they need at least a film for 10 to 12 hours having like minors on set can slow down the shooting schedule. So it's an easy way around by being like, we're going to make this teen show, but we're going to have like 30-year-olds play, like 16-year-olds. And also, it gives them an excuse to make sexual scenes and really, really gross stuff that is being consumed by these teens that watch them. So... I'm not, you know, bashing on these shows. I'm just trying to make light of an issue that could really affect teens. So before I kind of go into that, um, I'm going to give some other examples about how teens are over-sexualized in the media. So I do have a few examples of some shows. So the first one is Riverdale. I got to season four of that show and it just got really weird. So I stopped watching it. So there were a lot of really interesting scenes that were in the show so like the first season was like murder mystery which is why I watched it and like yes there were a few making out scenes but teenagers make out especially when they're dating it's fun it's exhilarating but um there is a whole gang in the show called the Southside Serpents and one of the characters Jughead Jones his father who is very hot is in like the he's like the head person of the gang so uh at the end of season one jughead gets initiated into the not the cold the gang um and then betty cooper his girlfriend is like oh my gosh i want to be part of it too because i just want to be with you and you know jughead's like no i'm not gonna put you through that danger And you know betty's like but there's a darkness in me. I'll be fine. This is a very dramatic uh, role play for you. I hope you enjoy that. <laughs> um, so, there was a, an episode where Betty's like, you know what? I'm going to get initiated into the gang. So, the women who go into the gang, they. Uh, initiation involves striptease in front of the gang members so what happened was betty was there and veronica lodge and archie andrews which are two other main characters are singing mad world like the all around me are familiar faces that song but it's like slowed down even more like that's supposed to be a sad song Who's gonna strip to that (laughs) i'm sorry but i can't help myself um so you know they're singing and then Veronica runs off stage being dramatic and then Archie follows her and then Betty's like oh my gosh I gotta save the show so she goes on there and starts singing and you know it's like okay she's being sensual about it okay and then she like starts taking off her clothes and you know she's in very like seductive lingerie and starts like you know, dancing on this pole like in front of these gang members that are most likely middle aged. <laughs> and, you know, here's little Betty Cooper, who's like, played, supposed to be like 16, I believe. So I thought that was really odd, especially like, I was watching it. And I'm like, I'm a teenager, my life's not this interesting. <laughs> so I thought, it is really weird. Um, there's, like, also other things, too. Like, there's, like, a harvesting organ cults called The Farm. It's it's really odd show. And I'm, like, really disappointed because the first season was so good. And then getting into these seasons, like, they're making really big adult decisions. And I'm like, where are the parents? But then the parents are having their own drama and acting as children as well. So, it's really confusing. (laughs) So I stopped watching it. I might rewatch it again. Now it's not like a really good show in my opinion. It's because it's so bad. It's so fun to watch, especially when I'm bored. So there may be a Riverdale update if I get to it. (laughs) So I didn't mean to go off on a tangent. I'm so sorry. I have a bunch of coffee in me right now. So I'm very, very hyper. And a lot more gigglier than usual. So bear with me. So, the next show I was going to talk about, I'm not going to go too into depth with this because I didn't really watch this show, is Pretty Little Liars. Um, I got to like the second episode and I was so bored. Like, you know, it's these girls and they're like, my friend's dead. Oh, we're getting a text from A. Oh my gosh. They know about us and our private lives. It's, i didn't really like it i don't really get the hype around it but if you like it you like it it's just not my cup of tea um so i think the really big thing that kind of threw me off was the teacher student relationship between aria who's one of the characters and mr fitz which was her teacher now I think the whole like phenomenon of the teacher student relationships is very glorified in like fan fiction and like TV shows. It's kind of gross because first of all, that's grooming. Second of all, it's grooming. <laughs> You're glorifying grooming, which is gross. You know, and also there's that power imbalance as well. Like, you know, obviously the teacher is going to have more power because they're older. Then you have a student who's, especially at that age, like you're very vulnerable because, you know, your cognitive and your social emotional domain has not really developed yet, if you will. So, you know, with that power imbalance and then taking advantage of that child is not okay. That just really... And then everyone's like, Oh, they're so cute. I'm like, that's grooming. Like, you think grooming's cute? Or is it because they're both attractive? Is that why you like it so much? And I know like there has been shows that have really touched upon this issue. Um, it was called A Teacher. It was released in 2020. You can watch it on Hulu. But I didn't I didn't really get like too far into it because it made me a little it kind of grossed me out because of like, you know, this teacher is like obsessed with him and, you know, taking advantage of him, which I thought was really gross. But um, at, like they did that to like send out a message like they explored themes of consent, abuse and masculinity and, you know, kind of talking about how this is not really OK, like at all so I did like that show I didn't get too far into it um but that was but like that kind of showed like the the whole teacher student thing is disgusting and that you shouldn't really condone in that especially since more than likely you are a minor in a situation that you can't legally consent to anything because you are underage it's the law (laughs) But I thought that was kind of, like, icky, so it kind of turned me off to Pretty Little Liars just because of that. Okay, this podcast has been very negative. I apologize. So before I kind of go into, like, proper proper portrayal of teens, now... The problem with the over-sexualization of teens in media is it negatively skews teenagers' perceptions of themselves. You know, they watch these shows, and, like, the teenagers are, like, popular, they're really good-looking, and, you know, they never make mistakes. Or if they make mistakes, they just make the mistake over again and again and again and again. And it's, like, you know, a repeating cycle. And, you know, they're like, their life is so perfect and it creates a false self-concept for teens who are watching it and also as well um you know they may believe that they should have a more active sex life because that's how popular tv teenagers act so like in euphoria there's i mean countless sex scenes like they are like they don't they don't like overlap each other it's like all in like a row like okay something happens oh they have sex something minor happens more sex more sex more sex and it's just it's like a pattern and it really grossed me out I don't like sex scenes too much I they make me really uncomfortable (laughs) but um just like watching that over and over again kind of like turned me off to euphoria too and also um With, like, these shows, uh, teens may believe that their teenage experience is wrong and somehow worse than other teens. So, a big topic that is put in Euphoria is the making of child pornography. Um, So, what had me turn off Euphoria and switch it to Law & Order Special Victims Unit? There was a character named Kat. So, she lost her virginity to some guy. Um apparently he recorded it and sent it to his friends being disgusting and it got posted on a porn site and then um you know she's like traumatized you know like oh my gosh like that that was our special moment like why is it posted so then it gets you know off the internet she's like oh okay but then you know of course with porn sites. Once something is on there, it never leaves. People re-record it so they can post it again, so they can view it again, which is the problem with porn. But that's another topic for another day. I'm not going to get into it too much, but there's a lot to why, you know, porn is just disgusting. (laughs) Um, So, like, after Kat finds out that the video was posted again, she creates a porn account and starts making it and you know there's these weird men like oh my gosh you're so hot like I just want to get with you like I don't want to do this to you and it grossed me out because she's a minor like that you she can't legally consent to anything because if you like have sex with her that's like statutory rape that's Icky. <laughs> um, so I'm going off on a huge tangent. I am so sorry. Um, so what happens is a guy comments and he's like, Oh my gosh, like you're so attractive. Can I like I just want to like meet you and like do this? And you know, she has like a private one-on-one like stream call thing. It was like on a laptop, they weren't in person and So, you know, he's like, oh, you're so hot. And, oh, my gosh, can you do this and this? And then he ends up taking his pants off and his genitalia is like, boom, on the screen. And then he just sits there and it's like out. And I, like, I was screaming in my living room. Thankfully, my parents weren't home, but I was like, oh, my God, turn it off. (laughs) It was so bad and then I was actually the reason why I'm talking about this mostly is because I was talking to my mom about it and she's like you know unfortunately you know teens are very over sexualized in the media and also these shows are for shock value and it's disgusting you know portraying teens like this so that's why I wanted to go on a huge rant that almost puts us to 40 minutes I apologize um one more thing before we wrap up, there is a really good teen show that does not over-sexualize the characters. It's called Sex Education. I believe it's on Netflix. I personally haven't watched this show yet. I It's been on my list of things to watch, but it shows like a proper portrayal of what teens are supposed to be like. So, you know, like, there's a constant air of sweet awkwardness. And, you know, they explore themselves, like, physically, intellectually, and, and sexually. And, you know, makes mistakes in the process. Because that's what teens do. They make mistakes. And then also, like, there's moments that make you, like, cringe and experience second-hand embarrassment. That's what teens are supposed to be like. I mean, like, looking back at, like, my photos during, like, high school, they make me cringe so bad. It was just, I remember, like, thinking I was so ridiculous rebellious and I was gonna wear flannels all the time and bansies and you know I think I had one I like never listened to any of their music and somebody asked me about it and I was like I don't know (laughs) like I thought it was like so rebellious and you know I was also like extremely embarrassing too so but that's how teens are supposed to be they're not supposed to be like you know these sex crazed individuals even though there's some that might and honestly that is you know really sad because you know you're still a child like you can still like you still have time to experience life you know you go out with your friends and go have a milkshake or you hang out at one of their houses and you have a study day and you go to the park and you do this and you do that that's what teens are supposed to be like that's what this like topic like frustrates me, you know, just the fact that how sexualized teens are in the media, and that's why they're even more sexualized online and it's so sad to watch. And it's it's so gross. Anyways, so that is the end to this episode. I am very sorry. It's very long, but I had to I had a lot to say, okay? This podcast was recorded at the studios of KALA FM, St. Ambrose University. Opinions expressed are not necessarily those of KALA Radio or St. Ambrose University. Thank you so much for tuning into my rant. I hope to see you guys again in the next episode. Alrighty, bye!